Who you trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Let's get it. Now we're rolling Damage Plan MMA Podcast. I'm Jason. As always, my co-host, the voice of MMA in Utah, Mr. Zach Partridge. Bro, I feel like we haven't podcasted in forever. I don't like this two times a week, man. <laughs> we got to have a day in the between to break it up a little bit. Even if we just get on for like five minutes, just say something. Oh, I'll say something. <laughs> I know you where's my fight? Where's my hey? Where's my fight fighter spotlight? It's coming up next week. Okay, next week. Yeah, you have your fighter spotlight coming up next week. Is is Justin going to come on with you? Yeah, Justin's going to come on. Yep, got that lined up. Dalton said he'd fill in. Um, I'll tune in. How's uh How's training? I don't know. How was it? You came up Wednesday. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Actually, it was a lot of fun coming up Wednesday. I I clicked through a few of the videos on on there that our video guy took. We had a video guy come and record for our website for our, okay. our YouTube channel. Full disclosure: I was just messing around with my stuff, trying to pick something up, and I just spilled my rain. And you spilled your monster right before right we before. went on air. Literally Gosh, two seconds before we go live. Dang it! One second. <laughs> Talk right. a little. You can All talk right. about a little bit about training. So yeah, so I went up to to Zach's uh, to one hit on Wednesday, and we, they do the Shark Tank for all the guys that are training up there. Um, Jesus, Marco, Tyson, AJ, Zach. Sorry if I'm missing anybody, but I know those those guys all did their Shark Tanks up there. It was awesome. It was a good time. Um, to I got to get in there. I got to get in there and do a little bit, get to get to do a get to do a little sparring with everybody. It was fun, man. Who hit you the hardest? Um, nobody really hit me hard. I would say Tyson probably hit me the most. Yeah, he's sneaky. He's sneaky good. Like he's sneaky good. Sneaky good. Yeah, no, everybody's super respectful. They all know, they all know I don't fight, so everybody's, you know, nobody was going super heavy. I mean, how oh, Tr- Trunzo. Trunzo was the other one. I, I, I thought I'd miss somebody. I knew Trunzo was the other guy. Yeah, Mike, 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 Mike can crack a little. But it was fun, man. It was, yeah, you could, he, he yeah, he, he can punch too. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody cracked me hard. They could have. They easily could have. But I'm the old man, dude. Like, I'm the, I'm, I'm the senior citizen. Maybe <laughs> not. That's Rowdy Acres, dog. <laughs> But at, in that group on Wednesday, I was the old guy. Like, come on. I have How a kid Tyson. I have a How kid Tyson's age. I'm 45. You're only a couple years older than Joe Rodriguez. Yeah, that's true. But I have my son is like two years younger than Tyson. Yeah. He no, they, everybody looked everybody looked good, man. Everybody looks good. I'm excited for your guys' card. I'm telling I yeah, I mean. People, I think people are sleeping on Tyson Roberts a little. Well, I, I get that vibe that people are sleeping on my guy Tyson, and um, I think that would be ill-advised. I think, I mean, no, no, no disrespect to Tony, he's looked phenomenal, uh, you know, in, in his last couple fights, and and I know he works hard, but yeah, I mean, it's just, and I know I'm biased in it. Tyson's my guy. I freaking train with him. He's he, you know, and but. Uh, they talk about levels and stuff. It's like, yeah, Tyson's been doing this for a long time. And I think people forget that because he hasn't been as active the last couple of years. He, um, like I said, it's, it's hard for me to kind of gauge because nobody's really going hard with me up there, but he, he's, I don't want to give away too much because obviously this is training. He, he, he's sneaky. Like he's sneaky. Good. Like there, yeah. he was hitting me with stuff that I didn't see. Like, I'm yeah. like, what the, where yeah, did that come from? He like, hits me with it. Right. Um, I got super it. light though. Super, yeah. Nice kid. Uh, everybody's cool. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. cool. Um, no, I, I'm just, but I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's like, uh, I, I tell you what though, I, you know, I've been working with Mina for the last few months now. I did feel yeah. a lot more comfortable this time than I have been in the past. And I did watch some of those videos and I noticed some things that I was doing wrong. I'm going to work on that. Clean them up. That's, I'm clean that's them up. what I, that's what I wanted the videos for. One, it's going to make a great commercial. He did a great job yeah. doing the film editing. If anybody needs that, um, yeah. let me know. But um, 
anything like that. Uh, but, but yeah, the same, same breath too. Um, you know, it, it helps me see. And I, I figured I, I saw some things too that I'm like, I, I need to clean up, you know? Yeah. There's, there was a couple things that I'm like, Ooh, I, I need to, I need to, that's going to end up hurting if I get caught. Um, dude, a <laughs> shout out to LJ, man. He's a freaking amazing coach. I got to do one round up there with LJ and just his instruction, his coaching, phenomenal. He's he's a top he's notch coach up the there. Pod, he's gonna come on the podcast sometime. And, he is uh, a, and we're we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk less about because like last time we had him on, you know, was, we were talking about his fight, like leading up to his fight and, and and some of that stuff and kind of where he started and stuff. He wants to come on and talk a lot about like um, growth in martial arts and yeah and the way he describes things is he doesn't try and just like teach you how to throw punches. He talks about how trying to build off concepts. And when you, when you, when you, when you teach somebody a concept uh, in MMA or anything in life and they understand a concept, then you can start doing it from, from multiple like different ways too. Right. Like, so uh, easiest is an arm bar, right? Uh, Everybody knows, you know, you go, you get on top, you, you, swing the leg over the head you know you go back and thumb up or whatever and and, but you know like once you start learning the concepts of like well what if somebody like turns thumbs out and like tries to roll out well that you know like there's things that you can do to do that once you understand how to manipulate the joints and you understand those concepts well now you're dangerous with arm bars from now now you can start building off top bottom you know, you, you can pull them off in weird ways. You know, you start understanding the mechanics of how to do flying arm bars, which yeah. LJ has taught multiple people at our gym how to do. He, you know, the, it, he helps people evolve their game beyond the basics. And then, and then I've, I've noticed with his help and, and a lot of other coaches, I'm able to hit submissions and do things from unorthodox positions because I understand if I can get, you know, my, if I can get you know, part of my body to a certain angle or a certain position, it doesn't matter what the rest of my body is doing. Like, cause I yeah. can finish from here and yeah, yeah. and he, he's really good at that stuff. And, and so he's, he actually wants to ask me to come on and he's going to come on at some point and, oh, and we're, we're, we're going to go over that stuff. I have a confession. Yeah. So when I was working with Mina the other on Monday, no Tuesday, I told her, I said, you have to give me a move because I'm going to be sparring with Zach on Wednesday and I gotta I gotta have a move. Give me one move. I I won't tell I won't I won't go into detail what we what I saw, but you know because we talked about it. There's a certain move you like to use and I'm like this is what he likes to use. Although I was a little off on it, I won't go into detail. But basically basically she's just like just throw the she one two. She gave she's you the like, counter for it. She's like just stay tight and she's like if you just stay tight and throw your one two she's like you have a good one too. It's fast. They won't see it coming. And I did get complimented on it by two, two people. Good. Tyson and, and Mark, and Mark both said, Hey, you're, they're like, you can throw more than the one, two. And I'm like, that's all my coach told me to throw. It's my game dog. <laughs> it was just throwing the one, two the whole time. Who cares? Hey, it was good. It's quick. I don't care. So it's yeah, good. we were, we were, we were getting a little plan. I'm like, I got to get him with something just to say I well, got him. Well, it dude, didn't work, I- but. I would have tuned you up, but you threatened to blackmail me with a certain <laughs> clip that can't go, can't. Oh man, can't get out there. It can't get out there. Can't get out there. But you blackmailed no. me. It was fun. It was a good time though. I like it. I'm excited because I can see myself learning now. Like it's like okay, I'm learning some things. I think nowhere near your guys's level, but I. I, I enjoy think it. too many quit MMA because they don't see the progression because it is pretty slow at the beginning and it's and it, it's frustrating and it's hard, but. I don't know. We there, man. There, we had these two brothers that were coming to our gym, and I could tell they were getting frustrated. And it's like, just stick with it. I promise. Because if you do it for four to six months, and then you go against somebody else that's new, yeah, and you mop them, like you're like, oh, I am getting better. You know, you're like, yeah, but, yeah. But, but it sucks because you kind of get mopped for the first nine to twelve months, and yeah, it's I humbling. Mean, and and not too many people like to get humbled like that. Jujitsu, especially, like because it just. And, yeah. And when you say mop, like nobody's like well, nobody's, pounds, like, nobody's pounding you, like, but it's like yeah, but, but, it, but, it's, but you can feel that you are you not on their level. Yes, yes, that's you yeah, know they're you can, going light with you. 
Exactly. Exactly. Right. I didn't. I didn't want people to think that I'm up there just getting my butt. I'm kicked. not talking no, about you. I'm talking about everybody in general. I was there. Yeah. At that point. At that point in my training, I was the same in the same place you were. Yeah. It's, Probably yeah, even it, worse. It, it it is humbling though to sit there with these guys and you're like, this guy could just tee seriously just tee off on me. Oh man, that's why I got my oh. concealed carry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, hey, funny. I ain't trying to fight anybody, Zach. Screw that. I just want What about watch. Richard Sherman? You know what? I kind of feel bad. I I'm going to say this. I feel bad for Richard Sherman. I don't know what the situation was, but come on, dude. Can we just not blast somebody for freaking making a mistake like something that how many people have done every day in their lives? Dude, it's personal family stuff like thousands all over the happens in cities everywhere all over the country he he got drunk maybe he got in i don't know what happened either way wait a second did he hit anybody no exactly that's what i'm saying like did he destroy property no he pounded on the the door he he pounded on the door and and was yelling dude i i I mean not your most flattering moment not your most flattering moment but like like man, they made it seem like he beat the crap out of his wife on the news. That's what I when when I heard video. Oh, when I first saw, yeah, him, I was yeah. like, oh, he's done. And I'm like, that that, that. he lost well, his the, temper. And the news is saying, you know, all these felonies. And then 12 hours later, you see nothing. there's no felonies. There's nothing. He's been. It's like, come on. Like we're really gonna well, we, we're, we're, we're gonna try to know. tarnish this guy's name who's done nothing but good, whether you like him or or not. He's Most a good overrated guy. quarterback ever. But, but he's a good guy. Like he's a good dude. Smart. Went to Stanford. Smart, intelligent, educated. Can you imagine being an athlete and your just your life just under a microscope? Like you can't do nothing. Is the money worth it? Is the money worth it to you? Would you like your life under a microscope but making twenty million a year? I'd take that. (laughs) I would take it all day long. Just because they because they could say whatever they want, it wouldn't bother me. It's it's. But still, though, eventually, I think it does get to some of these guys. It gets old, when you're man. seeing oh, your name getting dude. slandered, and it's like, dude, this is private stuff between him and his family. Let them let them deal with it. You don't oh, need to broadcast dude. that. But you know, like I I know, <laughs> I know you. That's what I'm saying. Now, you know time, what I mean? Do like, that times a thousand if you're a professional yeah, athlete. Like exactly dude, the whole country, right? Yeah. Anyways, did you see how in sync that was? We both took a drink at the same time. That was time. pretty good. That was really That's good. good. That's how Money. you know. I'm hey, sure he's probably going to comment on I'm how sure we're in is. sync. Yeah, you're number, your number one. Zach's your number one. Our wives. <laughs> our, our, our wives. Oh, boy. We got oh, a boy. Fierce Fight Challengers, Fierce Challenger Series tomorrow down in Price, Utah. Super excited about that one. Dude, I'm commentating with you're Jordan commentating. Levitt and... Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis. I get to sit at the table. I'm not going to be commenting, but I'm going to be at the table with you guys. So hell yeah. Maybe, maybe we could just throw a headset on you. It's like, hey, you got an extra headset? Just throw it off. Guys, see what happens. I am. Um, I'm super stoked for that card, man. I. Hey, we all from Utah. We're, we're we love Mitch Ramirez. He's our boy. But this guy's game. Chris's game, man. Chris isn't coming up from 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 Vegas to to lose this fight, man. No, it's exciting. It's doesn't exciting. Care. Doesn't care. No, not take, afraid. Care less. Get care less that he's our boy. That he's that you know. And I like this. It. Love Mitch. Love Mitch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, he's our guy. We're we're pulling for him. But I just I appreciate the fact that this Chris guy's like I'm coming to fight. He's like, like I don't care. I don't care who <laughs> oh, your boy he's is. A, oh, he's a killer, and he knocks out everybody. Cool. Yeah, okay. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Um, got to see Johan today. I got him his shorts. We got we had some logo slapped on Johan's shorts. He's the co-main event. You know, we had his opponent on here. He's game. It's going to be a oh, fun yeah. card, man. That's cool. That's cool. And it was a bummer that Eli came on and broke some news that his fight got pulled off that card. But then we got him on the Steel Fist card with with here in a couple of weeks. Like that's what that's what we like. see. We're here for all local MMA folks. That's a, you know, like yes, I fight for Steel Fist. Look at this beautiful poster Kevin and Pat hooked me up with. But uh, you know, dude, it's all about just local MMA everywhere. And hey. I just, I think that's awesome that it's like, Hey, the fight fell through for challenger series. Let's, let's get him on a still fist. Let's get him on there. Got him on there. Now the kids are and, Hey, and, and I don't know anything about the guy that he's fighting, but I messaged Kevin and he said, he's like, that Hector kid's good. Like 
he's gonna bring it and i'm like dude that's that could be another fight of the night for that, that dude, like, i mean from what we have i mean we eli haven't, looks I haven't like seen a eli kid, but i can tell you we've heard a lot of good things about him so dude your card is freaking stacked and you can't even watch oh i'm man. bringing a sleeping bag and i'm just gonna go sleep in the back i'm gonna probably watch like I don't know. That's a good chill movie. Like maybe I'll go watch like Avengers or something. In Gladiator. Movie. Watch Gladiator. Three hundred. Three. Oh yeah. 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 Do it. Or Dumb like and it. Dumber. Lighten the mood. Hector and Julian. Oh, Hector and Julian fought. Ooh, that's good to know. Wow. Ooh. So this guy's pretty good done too. This. No. Yeah. Hector. No. I've heard. I've heard. Ooh. I was like, yeah, this Eli kid, and then they're like, Ooh. do you know Hector's? A, Hector's no joke either. And I'm like, okay, Ooh. cool. We get to see some fights. Dude, the um, dude, what do you think of McGregor coming out with all this stuff before we break down this card? Okay. So from a fighter's perspective, I I, I might have a unique perspective on this. One okay. might, might all be true. Yeah. Fair. I think it's mm -hmm. true. I do, I do not think he's lying. I think it's, I think it's the way his foot broke and or his yeah. ankle or his leg or whatever broke. I think it is very safe to say he did not go. I think that's a safe assumption to say he did not go into that fight 100% because most of us aren't. I'm not 100%. Yeah. Not advertising, but whatever, but I'm not 100% either. Well, right? I'm sure Justin's not either. Yeah. Justin is either because our sport and what we do, you put, and then you do it at least once or two. I'm doing it, you know, probably I do on average, what, 12, 10 to 12 workouts a week. Yeah. Monday through Saturday, I'm working out 10 to 12 times. There's a 0% chance I'm, I'm going to be healthy after doing that for six to eight weeks. Here's the, here's the issue. Once, once you decide this is my injury, I'm not pulling out. That is yeah. no longer a viable excuse for me of, well, I lost because of this. Yeah. Sorry. You, you took the fight. Right. You know, I've had my own issues that I've been going through this camp. Yeah. I'm not care to talk about it, but I've been going through my own issues this camp and I made a decision. I'm not pulling out of this fight. I've never yep. pulled out of a fight before. Right. I mean, I've, I've talked about it. My third, my third fight separated and fractured my shoulder the week before my fight. Yeah. If I lose, I can no longer say, well, the only reason why I lost is because I, my shoulder's injured. Yeah. Valid. I might, I might have lost because it was compromised. One, but two, I walked in there. You can't take away anything from your opponent. Can't take it. Nope. nope. So I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, it's the same thing with the Connor Khabib thing. My foot was broke. This, I wasn't training the way I was supposed to. I want to rematch. No dog. You, you could have pulled out. You didn't. Now you have to live with the result. That's what it is. If, 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 if something happens and I lose to Justin, I can't go back to whatever adversity I had to fight through. Over the well, past, you, you could, know, you just look I like could. a jackass. I, I, but you look like a punk in my yeah. eyes. Yeah. And I can't go back and be like, I want a rematch. I had this going on and I had this going on. I want yeah. a rematch. No, I should have pulled out of the fight and then we'll reschedule it down the road if I really wasn't fit to compete. I, I think most. He's Connor should have pulled out. How this. about this? How about this? No. I think Connor should have pulled out. I don't think it was going to matter. Neither I don't do wanna, I. I don't want to see a rematch. I don't know about you. But Neither I, do I. But if he really had stress fractures in his leg, yeah, and his game plan was to go in with leg kicks, he should have pulled out. That was dumb. He needs and, to. And now he paid the price for it. And guess what? You don't get a fourth fight. Sorry, yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't care. And anybody that says they want to see Connor and Poirier fight again, the only thing you're doing is cheering for Poirier to get a payday, which I'm I'm not mad at because guess what? Connor McGregor still a giant payday. Uh, and people still watch it. I mean, dude, that had 1.9 million pay-per-view. And it was two judges had that at a 10, eight, 10, eight round for Poirier. Oh, Poirier. I, I actually wouldn't have given a 10, eight because I think a 10, eight is like zero offense. And Connor had some moments. Um, but, uh, but I mean, that was a clear dominant yeah. on that round. Like no and ifs or buts. You can't, it, 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 I, I don't want to say it, it was enough. Then I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it again. True. Yeah. Me either. I have zero doubt that Dustin finishes him in the second or third round. Zero. Yeah. There, there's a zero percent chance that gets past the third round. Zero. I agree. Shout out to my daughter Shaylee. Hi, Shaylee. What up, Shaylee? Watching from Michigan. Send her off to Michigan, and then I never hear from her. Oh gosh. 
You big baby. I am being a big baby. Like my daughter's all Jaylee, getting all grown you. up. Jaylee, call you <laughs> I tried to call her earlier. She's like, I was busy. We were doing this and doing that. It's like, man. Just Dude, let her live her life, bro. Quit being a helicopter oh, dad. There you go. Hi, Zach. She says hi. <laughs> what up, kid? Um, all right. Should we break down this card for tomorrow night? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. We'll go breeze through. Don't be mean, she said. <laughs> Don't be mean. Don't be mean. <laughs> All right. So first fight of the night in the heavyweight division, Rodrigo Nascimento against Alan Badat. Bodat, the black samurai. Rodrigo is eight and one, stands six foot two with an 80-inch reach. Baudat is eight and two. He stands six foot three with a 79-inch reach. Pretty close height and reach with both of these guys. Um Rodrigo's a huge favorite. Minus 350. Would you want to know why? You know why he's a huge favorite? Because Bodot has Bodot, zero ground game. Because Alan Bodot doesn't belong anywhere in a UFC octagon. Oh, man. The he, closest place he belongs is cornering a teammate. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. This fight will not get out of the first round. Yeah. Rodrigo, Six. Rodrigo, Zikolamia. I don't know what that means, but he looks terrifying. Um, He's at least like won a contender series fight, won a fight in the UFC. Um, yeah, I mean, he chains an American top team. I am going to go with Rodrigo. I mean, there's no, I mean, there's no, there's no question in my mind that that's how that fight plays out. I'm with you. We don't need to dig into that anymore. Francisco Figueredo against Malcolm Gordon. Figueredo, this is obviously Figgy's brother. He's 12, three and one, five foot six with a 69 inch reach. Malcolm X Gordon, 12 and five. He is five foot seven with a 70 inch reach. I am super curious on your take on this one because Figueredo is a minus 300 favorite. Comeback is plus 245 with Gordon. So, does Figueredo get extra value because of who his big brother is? I kind of think he is. I kind of, I kind of feel like it. But to be fair, uh, Malcolm X Gordon, he, he is on a two fight losing streak himself. And is 0-2 in the UFC. We're Francisco Figueredo. He's been around. He's had some success. His own success. He's not just writing off just his brother's success, right? He's on his own. Uh, he, he got his. He got a, He got a win, but it was against Jerome Rivera, who, as we know, is hasn't officially probably been handed his walking papers yet. I haven't seen, but I think it's coming very soon. That's his win in the UFC. It's like. <sighs> He didn't finish Jerome Rivera, and that makes me go, eh, because yeah. kind of everybody else kind of did. You know, had a canceled fight with uh, Jimmy Flick, our boy who retired weirdly and and um, out of nowhere, and then JP buys that bout was also canceled. So this one for me is if you're looking for value, I might take Malcolm X, but I'm not going anywhere near this fight because I don't know how good or bad either of these guys really are. I mean, what? I put I Gordon value pick. <laughs> I mean, Figueredo should win this fight. Figgy should win this exactly. fight. Minus that 300? Was, no, no way. No way. No way. I think if you're looking for a little bit of a value, it, it, there's nothing wrong with sprinkling a little bit on Gordon on this one. I don't hate it. My pick is Figueredo, but if I'm not saying I'm going to, I, I think there's a little bit of value in in Gordon on this one. Next up, so. we have in the bantamweight division, we have Anderson Dos Santos against Miles Chapo Johns. Dos Anjos is 21 and eight. He stands five foot five with a 70 inch reach. Chapo is 11 and one. He stands five foot seven with a 60. Eight inch reach. Miles John. It's got a uh, lot of hype around him. You know why? LFA guy had a win against he's Adrian Giannis. Really good. Because he's, he's really, really good. good. He's really good. And um, I look at um, Anderson Dos Santos, and we saw him beat Martin Day in his, you know, for his first UFC win after dropping uh, his first two UFC fights. Yeah. And um, that's great, but Martin Day is no longer in the UFC because he sucks. 
Well, okay, I shouldn't say that. That's not fair. That's not fair. He he is not a UFC caliber. He's player. not that good. He's eight and six. He went oh oh and four in the UFC. Yeah, he's, you got He's basically Jerome Rivera before Jerome Rivera. So, um, thank you. Have a nice day. I think Miles Johns is <laughs> being one minus like one seventy five or whatever. I think that uh, I love that, and I would say he is one of my stronger picks of, of the night. I really like Miles John in this spot. I, I actually insane value with him. I actually already have him in a little parlay that I did earlier this week. I'm all over Miles John. Love Miles John here. Next up in the Bantamweight division, we have Kali Taha and Sergey Morozov. Taha is 13 and 3, stands five foot five with a 69 inch reach. Morozov is 16 and four. He stands five foot six with a 67 inch reach. What do you see in this one, Mr. Partridge? Well, what I see is a guy named Sergey from Kazakhstan. So there's that. But he's actually the underdog in this, but it's a pretty close fight. He 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 his last fight, he lost to a guy with the last name. They're going to made off. Nothing wrong with that. Khabib's cousin. Okay, that was your UFC debut. That's not fair. Lost to his loss before that outside of the UFC, Mosar Evolov. Like, last I checked, that guy was pretty good. <laughs> Make it, making a bunch of noise in the UFC and still undefeated. Like, he, the guys that he lost to, I mean, he lost to a guy that was 13 and four, nine and two. Those are his losses. His four pro losses are to studs. Yeah. Um, Sergey is. And now I, I go over to Taha, the warrior. He's from Germany. Um, you know what? I like the little, I like a little underdog action here um, in Sergey Morozov. And at plus 130, 135-ish, um, I, th- I think he wins the fight. And I just think he's fought the tougher opponents and has, um, he has, but I, th- I think he, he's been challenged more. And I'm looking at the, the guy that, the guys that the warrior has fought and beat. I don't think he's fought as stiff a competition outside the UFC. That M1 fight promotion, they they bring some some guys from that M1. Isn't um didn't uh Yuri come from there? Yes. He was in the he was in the M1. I I'm with you on I'm with you on that one. I am gonna go Morozov on this one too. I like the underdog and he's from Kakistan, so He's from a stand. Like he's from a he's from he's from a stand. Uh, all right. Next up in the strawweight division, we have Amanda Lemos against Montserrat Ruiz. Lemos is nine one and one. She stands five foot four with a sixty five inch reach. Ruiz ten and one. She stands five foot tall with a sixty one inch reach. So pretty big height and reach advantage for Lemos, and she's a minus five fifty. I believe she's the biggest favorite on the entire card. Um, Huge favorite. Mm, I think uh, Makachov might be slightly bigger. It's close. It's close. But I mean, it's you know why they're that big. It's pretty much when when you start seeing numbers like that, that means it's their the other person is is a freak. It's like a a, a freak accident in a way from a win. Like that. That's that. That's their hope is a lucky punch or or catching a super slick lucky submission amanda lemos is better everywhere she dominates this fight why is ruiz getting this fight with this girl that's like this is only ruiz's she took a short notice fight in her first ufc fight right that was buys a short notice no i think that i don't think yeah no it was it was short notice remember the the dominated buys dominated her dominated she does that little head head throw and just she does and that's her whole game so here's the question can Lemos stop that? Because if she can, um, Ruiz doesn't, didn't, literally hasn't shown anything else. I am, uh, I'm with you. I'm going with the experience. I, I, I'm not betting it. I'm not. I'm definitely not throwing out minus five fifty. Never. Not because what? A, what if Ruiz does? What if she catches her in that headlock and could very, that throw? Which could very well happen. I, I we mean, just don't could. know enough. But like I said, I think. I think. Uh, I. I, I I do not believe that fighters can be one dimensional. We saw it with Ryan Hall last week. Even yep. if you're very good at something, if you're too one dimensional in the UFC, it, it just it's just not gonna take you far enough. We'll see. It's just not. I think Lemos is win so. Uh Please. next up in the 
welterweight division, which is Zach's new division. We have Daniel D. Rod Rodriguez fighting Preston Parsons. Rodriguez is 14 and two, stands six foot one with a 74 inch reach. Parsons is nine and two. He stands five foot 11 with a 72 inch reach. And if I'm not mistaken, D Rod's a pretty good favorite for good reason. Uh, I think Parsons has taken this on short notice too. Yeah, D Rod's was supposed to fight uh, uh, Nurga Demedov too. Yeah. Um, uh, Abu, Abu Bakar, Nurga Medov. Yeah. So Parsons um, kind of throwing him. Is this his first UFC fight? Yes. He's making his yeah. UFC debut. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know what? That's not a bad thing. Homeboy that fought O'Malley's like become a superstar overnight because of it. Crazy. Crazy. Like he's beloved. Man, if he takes that momentum and runs, mm. he's he's gonna be a star. Off of a loss. Off a loss. Off an ass whooping. <laughs> setting record setting night. Mm, it's official. Richard Sherman got five misdemeanors. Okay. Like, come on. Nobody like, cares. Come on. Nobody, nobody cares. cares about nobody he cares got, about misdemeanors. He got misdemeanors. Drunk. You know what? I think they should make a rule. Misdemeanors should be handled in the home, not public. I ever. Yeah. I let let that stuff stay in-house. Yeah. It's like my drill instructor said when I first got to boot camp. You meet your senior drill instructor, you call him daddy. He's like, what goes on in our house stays in our house. You don't be calling your mommy. Don't be Wait, calling daddy. You call him daddy. We, yeah, he was daddy. Sherman is a scrub, Mario. He's the most overrated quarterback of my lifetime. Yeah. Chris Monday got 136 followers. So holy crap. Damn, Zach, will you I go take a fight me. in the UFC and just get your ass kicked so we can get 136,000 followers? Sure. Hey, Usman, I'll beat you. <laughs> Sajin. Usman. Our boy Sajin. Oh, wow. Look at the silent assassin. We're going to start calling Sajin the silent assassin. The third member of Damage Plan. You guys, you guys don't know it, but Sajin is the man. Put in the work behind the scenes. Go click on damageplanmma.com and you, That's can, him. you can thank him for that. Sajin Champneys. Yeah. <laughs> and don't call him Sagan. Funny story. Funny story. Okay. Sajin. When he first started working for, so at first, so, so this me and Sajin, first he was like our manager and our head detailer for Detail Sharks. And then because he's ambitious and awesome, he ended up buying my business partner out and we became business partners in the business because, and, and it's worked really well. He's, he's like, he's like, he's like a little brother to me. Like, I'm, you know, he's, we're, we've gotten really close. He let me call him Sagan for like <laughs> four months, maybe six <laughs> until my business partner's like, dude, I think you're saying his name wrong. I think it's Sage. And I'm like, no, I call him Sagan all the time. It's got to be his name. He would he would have corrected me. <laughs> oh man! Hey, turd. those people that say this generation doesn't know how to work. There's guys oh, out there. There's guys. There. There's it's, guys. He's one there, of them. There's not a lot of them, but not a lot of them out there. But he's 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 a good good dude, man. Glad to have you on board, Sajin. Yeah. We just told everybody that you're our partner. Yeah, we were supposed to keep it silent, but it ain't silent anymore, Sajin. Anyway, you like Daniel Rodriguez, D Rod? Is D Rod winning? He looked so he looked so good against Mike Perry. He looked so good against Mike Perry. He pieced Mike Perry up in that fight, and I think he takes this momentum. This is way too much, too fast for Preston Parsons. I think D Rod dominant, dominant decision or gets the knockout in the second or third round. I think so. D Rod wins inside the distance is minus one forty. Yeah, I yeah, I think second or third round knockouts coming. Big, Big Mark. Mark. What's up, Big Mark? Kung Fu Panda. Mark. I actually like that too. I, I actually might throw down on that right now. I like right that one inside the distance. All right, let's get let's get cracking. Oh, we're on the main card. Oh yeah, dog. Main card. First up in the featherweight division, Billy Quarantino Tillo against Gabriel Benitez. Cor Quarantillo is 15 and 3, stands five foot ten. With a 70-inch reach. Benitez is 22 and 8. He is 5 foot 8 with a 71-inch reach. Kicking off the night. And I believe Benitez is taking this on short notice as well. Because okay. Billy Q was supposed to fight Herbert Burns. And I think that would have been a better fight for him, unfortunately. But as the underdog, I am still taking Bill Corintillo. 
Billy, Billy, one thing that I've noticed with him, I don't think he does anything like special. Yeah. But one, he's good everywhere. Two, he has a gas tank. How do you not like a guy? He he literally gives himself a chance in every single fight because he never gets tired and he's competent. He can hang with the he can hang with really good strikers on the feet. He can hang with really good grapplers on the ground. Hello, Gavin Tucker didn't submit him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Gavin Tucker controlled the fight. He beat him. But um that that was his first fight or his first loss in five years, four years against Gavin Tucker. Uh I like I like I like Billy Cornillo here a lot actually, and as an underdog, I think you're getting really good value with him. Yeah. Um, I think he should actually be a slight favorite here. Uh, uh, Gabriel Benitez, I know he's a professional fighter, so hopefully he's always staying ready. He he'll fight with a lot of heart. But let's look at the reality of it. Beat Justin James. We all know Justin James took that fight on super short notice. Yep. Losses two fights before that, and and you know it just. And then he's beating a bunch of guys that aren't in the UFC anymore. And he's not super active. That's I always like to look at that to see how active these guys are. He did take two fights last year, but then you're a year between the next two fights. Two fights in 2017, then another year, then another year. Just He just doesn't seem to be active. He's got a win against Clay Collard. I know, but that was in 2015, dog. Clay Collard hasn't been in the UFC in five years. Love yes. Clay. Something and I think, tells me, something and I think tells me Clay that'd be a little different right now. Beat his, you know what, yeah. if they fought right now. I'm with you. I'm going with you. So I'm going I, with you. I like Bill. I like this matchup, and I, I'm going with Billy. I'm already got that one locked in. I'm with you. Locked it in. Next up, we got Rodolfo Vieira needs to change his name from the black belt hunter after his last fight against Dustin Stolfus. Homeboy got homeboy got tapped by the, the black belt blue belt. Yeah. Fiera is six. He is seven and one, stands six foot tall with a 73 inch reach. Man, Stoltzfus, what's that? The disrespect, the disrespect of you are the man, the black belt hunter, and a homeboy Armin guillotines you as a blue belt dog. You cut too much weight. And guess what? What are they doing? He's fighting right back down at 185. I cannot, in good conscience, put money on Rodolfo Vieira ever again until I see that he can manage his cardio and and doesn't gas himself in the first round like an amateur like we see in some of these steel fist fights. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous because he was winning the fight. Oh, he dominated the first round, but guess what? Didn't get the finish. Yeah. You don't if you dominate and don't get the finish, and then you don't you have zero left into your gas tank. You're a freaking black belt hunter and world class grappler, and you get submitted by a blue belt with an arm and guillotine. Which is for for those, I mean, a guillotine. One, you know, yeah, you get it, you get it like that. That's good. Arm and guillotine, like you, it, that takes some setting up, like yeah. Man, you don't get Armin guillotine super easy against high-level jujitsu guys. He was just gassed. He was just gassed. That being said, too, I would bet that he wins this fight inside the distance. I would that would be my prediction. I'm not going, I I am not betting it. Because what if it ha- same thing happens again? I'll lose my mind. I will yeah, lose that, my mind. Yeah, definitely not betting this one. I, I'm I picking could... him. I'm picking him. <clears throat> Not he's not anywhere near my DraftKings lineup. He's not anywhere near my <laughs> he's my bet slip. You're like no nah, pass. That's right, a so hard pass. We're both on Vieira on this one. I think I actually like the inside the distance as well too. And this very well could be the fight of the night. Uh, Matsu's Gamrot against Jeremy Stevens. Gamrot the gamer, eighteen and one, five foot ten with a seventy and a half inch reach. Little Heathen, 28 and 18. He stands five foot nine with a 71 inch reach. This this one very well could be the fight of the night. What are you thinking? Jeremy Stevens has to win this fight. He is on a four fight, officially on a four fight losing streak. But he's also lost to 
Jose Aldo, Zabit, Yair Rodriguez, and Calvin Cater. What? So he lost to what? Like four of the top six featherweights in the world? Dude, look at and look at you go back to some of his Moicano, Frank lost Frankie Edgar, lost to Max Holloway, lost to Charles Oliveira, lost to I mean, this guy's fought everybody. Eve Edwards, Donald Cerrone, Anthony Pettis, Melvin Gilliard, Gleason Tabau, Joe Lozon. This guy's fought everybody. Dean Thomas. He's been fighting in the UFC since 2007. Crazy. And he's lost to all those guys. But then he's beaten tough guys like Josh Emmett, Duho Choi, Gilbert Melendez, Henan Brow, when Henan Brow was a mother, just yeah. a monster. Yeah, beat that Henan Brow. The one, Dennis Bermudez, who was a monster back in 2015. Darren Elkins, who keep, doesn't ever goes away. Like, he doesn't just lose to elite guys. Like, I'm, dude, I am taking Jeremy Stevens and the plus 185. I love Jeremy Stevens. How much you putting on it? A unit? Two units? Uh, just a unit. You're going to be down a unit. You think You think Gamrock gets the finish? I think Gamrock gets the finish. The kid's a stud. I know he's a stud. Dude, best quote ever. Dana White about Jeremy Stevens. He brushes his teeth violently. I, like, dude, he, he knocked the dude out at, way at the face-offs his last fight. He won that him. fight at the face-offs. He pushed him so hard. Yeah, I'm all over Gamrock on this one. All over him. I don't know about the minus 220 against a guy like Jeremy Stevens. I, I do like the little bit of value in Stevens. I just don't. And see here's the other fight. thing that I do like. Okay. This is, this is the other thing that I do like about this fight. It's at 155. Jeremy Stevens is cutting no weight for this fight. I like that. I like that. He's fighting at 155. <clears throat> Jeremy Stevens is 35 years old. He's 5'9. And he's he's fighting Gamrot, who's thirty, and he's five ten. Like, it's not like, you know, he's not. Uh, Jeremy Stevens is not going to be an undersized one fifty five or to Gamrot, and he hits no. like a Mack truck, dog. I agree. I'm not arguing that. I just, I just think Gamrot's going to be the better fighter tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? It is tomorrow night. How dare you? Um, all right, so we disagree on that one. Very much so. Next up, Marion Renau against Misha Cupcake. Take Cupcake is back, baby. Renau, nine, seven, and one. She is five foot six with a 68 inch reach. Cupcake is 18 and seven. She stands five foot six with a 66 and a half inch reach. Cupcakes minus 145. She's a slight favorite. Comeback is plus 215 for Renal. Man, this is this is a hard thing to bet because we haven't seen Misha Tate in four five, years. Four or five, five years. years, yeah. Five What's years. That? I know they're calling this Misha Tate 2.0. She looked phenomenal at the weigh-ins. Like in phenomenal shape. Um, I just saw a picture of it, but um she looked phenomenal. I'm looking it up right now. Yes, um, super lean. She she looked good. Didn't look like she. She didn't look drained. So, it's no secret. I love Misha Tate. So you're I taking love, Misha Tate. I love Misha Tate. She's been one of my favorite. She's probably been my. She was like the first female fighter that I was like a fan of watching her fight. Um, the, the, the way she won the belt, like still gives me goosebumps when you go back and watch that fight. She was losing that fight to Holly Holm and finally, <laughs> Oh gosh, here we go. You know what? I hate Misha Tate. I hope she loses. I hope my wife's piping in. No, it's just, I just think the way that she won the belt, she was losing that fight and her rivalry with Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, it, it pretty much put women's MMA on the map because she was game. Um, and she wasn't afraid of Ronda Rousey. And I, I just, I, I thought it was, I, I think she's, I think she's very inspirational and I like the way that she fights and I like that how she won the, the belt in a fight that she was down and she took the bat or took Holly Holmes back. And she just, I mean, she literally 
put her to sleep. Oh, yes. Yeah, a rear naked choke in a fight that she was losing in the fifth round. Who pulls off a win in a title fight with, with a That's minute and a half dope. left in the fight and pulls off the submission like that and puts her to sleep? It was crazy. And Holly Holm was riding this high of just – she just knocked out Ronda Rousey. It was just the perfect storm. And this is one where I hope we don't look back and be like, she should have stayed retired because I'm terrified that if she climbs back up and fights Amanda Nunez again, she's going to get murdered again. Yeah. But I, have you followed her personal life at all? No. So she was dating Brian Caraway, former featherweight in the UFC. Very toxic. Brian Caraway got arrested for trying to steal stuff, was stalking her. She left him for Johnny Nunez, who was a local fighter. I mean, it was this, the whole, there was gym drama with it. It was kind of crazy, but Brian Caraway kind of went like, kind of went crazy with things like got arrested for stealing ATVs that he said. Oh, was I didn't his, know that. Yeah. Said they were his, but they were hers. He just like showed up at the house and just jacked them apparently like just crazy. And she just talked about how like toxic her life was. And right as she became champion, like her life got like super toxic with her relationship and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's, she's got a good life and she's in a healthy relationship, she said. And so I hope that this means that she can be a better version of herself. But I mean, we said it with Connor and just because Connor's life has gone wonky, it's pretty hard to have two primes as an athlete and as a mother and everything now and time off, all these girls have been training the whole time. She's not super old. She's 34, but I mean, it's pretty hard to have another run and, and another prime. But if somebody could do it, I think we should take good. I'm cheering for her. I think she wins this fight. I think Marion Renew, you know, she's what on a four fight losing streak herself. Four fight losing streak, yeah. And hasn't been super competitive in those fights. And I'm just I I think I think I think this was a I think this was a hand picked. Remember when Connor, you know, they fed Donald Cerrone to Connor? Yeah. It was like they handpicked Marion Renew to give Misha Tate a good win to come back to. Man, that it's tough, man. Because I like the activity so of her now. I get that. Even though she's on four losses, I, you don't know where Tate. I I'm, I got to stay away. I mean, everything is telling me just. Oh, bet, this is a stay away. Like, bet, bet the value on Renal, but I don't. I don't want to bet against Misha Tate. I'm I'm with you. I'm pulling for Tate. It's a great story. Great comeback story. Her name is Cupcake. Her name is Cupcake. You've been living under oh, a rock. The best? Shevchenko, Valentina, and Amanda Nunez. Those, those are the two. I mean, we've had that debate on here. You flip a coin, dude. Flip a coin with those pound two. For pa- pound for pound, I'll take Valentina, but you can't really argue what Amanda's dominance in her run that she's been on. Yeah. It's, it's, and then you got, uh, what's her name in the PFL too? Kayla, Kayla Harrison's. Oh, how about that? Kayla Harrison, who just murders girls. Murders. But to be fair, so does Valentina. So and so does Amanda Nunez. Are we both on Tate then? I think officially we're both on Misha Tate. Okay. I am I'm watching the face offs while we're talking to. Oh, nice. It's just Billy Quarantino, Benitez. I feel really good about the Daniel Rodriguez one now after watching that. All right, main event time. Hey, by the way, D Rod also trains with Nick and Nate Diaz. So like that. Says about these fighters, Mario says. What about the Chinese? one of them just got knocked out? What about the Chinese female fighter? Well, I think he's talking about Wei Li Zhang. Um, Wei Li Zhang, yeah, she just got knocked out by Thug Rose is the champ. Yeah, Th- Thug Rose is on a different level. I think when Thug yeah. Rose is right, she's the best straw weight on the, in the world. Sorry, Joanna. Sorry, Wei Li. Sorry, all y'all. But nobody. Yeah, I don't even Thug think Rose. it's. Yep. And we were uh, all over that. For the record, we were all over that before the fight. Picked it, cash it. Cashed it, underdog, uh, Doug Rose. It, Islam Makcheva, Makcheva. I'm like having a hard time pronouncing these names today. Islam Makachev. against Tiago Makachev. Yeah, Moises. Makachev is 19 and one, stands five foot ten with a seven and a half inch reach. And then you got Moises coming in at 15 and four. He stands five foot nine with a seven and a half inch reach as well. Huge favorite for Makachev, minus seven twenty. The comeback is plus 500. You know why he's minus 720? Because he's good. Because he's the next Khabib. And he's from Russia. He's the next. No, like when I say we're waiting for the next Khabib, he's the next Khabib. Everybody is super high on this guy. 
Nobody wants to fight him for good reason. Tony Dude, Ferguson he, would still rather fight Khabib than this guy. I really wanted to try to get Moises at plus 500. I love, cause I love those odds, but after watching what Makachov just did to Drew Dober and did not just beat him, mopped him. He mopped him and Drew Dober's legit. And Drew Dober's legit. And he made it look easy. I mean, where, where does Moises win? No, how, how does he nowhere? I mean, okay, he's, he's probably a Jits guy, right? I'm assuming he's he's a Jits Great. guy. Great. He's going to get smashed. I'm going to smash your boy. I'm going to smash night, your boy. My favorite line. I know you don't like this. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, I'm gonna smash, I smash your, your boy. boy. To look at just – yeah, Tiago Moises is just ankle lock, submissions. What beats jiu-jitsu? Heavy pressure wrestling. Heavy pressure wrestling. Doesn't stand a chance, dude. Sorry, Tiago Moises. Hey, hey, the ball's on you. Congratulations. The ball's on you for taking this fight because nobody else wants it. Ranked opponents don't want it. It's a it's a no-lose for him. He's supposed yeah. to lose the fight. Look at that. He's a plus 500 underdog. If he somehow pulls off a, a miracle win, then um, good for you. Like, it, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're swinging for the fence and you're going to strike out. But, hey, like, go for it, dude. So what are your what are your betting picks for tomorrow? Okay. Who are your so, locks for tomorrow? Well, we don't lay minus seven hundred because that's so yes, it's new. We know we know it's 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 he's gonna win. You can tie it to everything. Like I'm there's there's no path for victory for Moises other than Makachev throwing a leg kick and breaking his own leg. Yeah. Knock on wood. I hope that doesn't happen to anybody ever. But you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, no. Um, you know, maybe a unit on, uh, uh, maybe, you know, uh, Jeremy Stevens. I like Jeremy Stevens. See, I'm all over Gamrot. That's cool. That's cool. I actually um, have Gamrot and Johns. Gamrot, oh. Johns, and I had yes. Phil Hawes in a little three-team, but Hawes' fight got canceled. So, yep. um, I, I I will probably sprinkle just a little bit on Vieira inside the distance, very small. I like that. Um, whatever. I will be putting a little bit on Billy Corintillo. I think that that I think that that's a that's a good fight. I like um, that. I and I I like um, I I uh, if you're building a nice little parlay, uh, you know, D I I think D Rod that Amanda Lemos and Islam, you're probably getting pretty close to even money on that three-teamer. Maybe if you want to look at that. Uh, Sergey Morozov, probably put a little bit on that. Miles I do like John. him. Oh, Miles John. I, I do I do like like him. And um, and uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. Like, yeah, give me, give me, give me, figure, figure out a parlay on that. I like it. Cool. What about uh, DraftKings? You got a DraftKings lineup for us? I do. You got to pull that back. Yeah. Let's get it. Okay. You, yes. you ready? You got your pen? Yeah, I got my pen. I'm going to put you it in right not, after this because I always forget. You might not like all of it. That's right. But it fits into the budget nicely. Okay. Okay. So first, we're going to go with Miles John. Okay. Then you're going to go with Sergey Morozov. Another okay. nice little value is Billy Corintillo. Billy Q. Okay, I like Billy Q. D Rod. Daniel Rodriguez is eighty eight hundred. D Rod, I like that. You need to make this work. You need underdogs. So Jeremy Stevens is on Stevens. my lineup. Okay. And if you want to make something else, figure it out. Go for it. And then that leaves. Max bet, max budget, Islam Makachev to wrap it up. That's a pretty good – that's a tasty DraftKings lineup. Tasty DraftKings lineup. Who uh, Jeff wants to know who Islam fights after this. you got to give him a top 10 guy after this, don't you? Well, if it's not who does he fight. It's who fights him. He wants RDA. Give it – I like that. I love that R RDA fight. RDA don't want to fight him, dog. He keeps turning it down. He turned it down twice. If he wins this fight, if, which we assume that he is, let's just say he wins this fight, you got to throw him in the top five. Go, go. Okay, but who takes the fight? 
Here, you Chandler? talk about that real quick. Chandler. Chandler Gaethje. takes a fight. fight Gaethje. Gaethje, Chandler. If if they don't if they don't match, if Chandler and Gaethje don't match up, Jeff, I think you give Islam Chandler or Darush. There it is, right there. Give Darush, Darush and, and Makachev. If Makachev wins tomorrow night, which we assume he does, then if he wins that, I mean, you, you got to put him in a title picture after that, right? Maybe another fight. I don't see Dan Hooker. I don't like the McGregor. It's either Dos Anjos or Darush for me. Give me, give me those two. One of the, one of those two. This guy. I mean, I don't think it's necessary a lock that this guy's a champ by the end of the year. Well, you won't be because Poirier and Oliveira are still going to fight by the end of the year. But after that, you could see this guy fighting for the title next summer, early fall, if he if he keeps winning. Scary man, scary with all these this top level talent of all these Russian guys that are coming over. It's making people step up. Got to step up. Got to have your A game up. Who do you guys got in the main event tomorrow night? Throw it in the comments. Who you guys like in the main event? Anybody giving Moises a shot at plus five hundred? Does anybody like that? Leave your leave your comments in there if you think if you think Moises has a shot tomorrow night against Makachev. He doesn't. I was saying, um, I was saying Makachev should fight either if they don't make the Chandler Gaethje fight, give him Darush if he wins, Benny. give him Benny, give him Benny. Remember, Benny's taking time off, yeah, but you got to figure he's going to need at least a few months, but maybe the end of the year you make that fight. Why not? I like it. How, I mean, messed, I, how messed up is that lightweight division, man, at the top? What do you mean? I wouldn't say messed up, but you got – first of all, I think Dos Anjos should be above Ferguson. But that top five, man, Charles Oliveira, Poirier, Gaethje, Darush, Chandler, you throw in RDA, you got Makachev. This division is just – You ready for this? You ready for this? You're going to hate this. What's your hot take right now, Zach? Darius doesn't belong at number three. Why not? How do you not How do you not put him at three? I think RDA's done more and is better. You think he's done more recently? Dude, Islam, dude, Islam beats Darius right now. You 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 feel strong about that. Yeah. Neil Benil, what is he? Like, I have a question. If Benil Darius and Justin Gaethje fought, and I know they won't because they've trained together and they're kind of like teammates, don't you think Justin Gaethje smokes him? I don't know, dude. I think he smokes him. One, two, three, four, five, six. He's got seven wins in a row. Okay, Ferguson had what, 13, 12? Yeah, look look at him now. Don't look at me like that, Jason. He, I mean... What's just, his big? Well, I mean, um, if you're looking at it, what's his biggest win? Now that I'm looking at it, he did beat Tiago Moises three years ago. He beat Drew Dober a couple years ago. I mean, Jakar Close, Frank Camacho, Scott Holtzman, man, Diego it's, Ferreira, it's, man. It's not Murderers Row exactly for 155ers. I don't know. We need right? to. Hey, See, even Jeff thinks he's crazy too. Thank you. We finally agree on something, Jeff. Um, let me let me throw another one out there. Are okay. you excited for Robbie Lawler, Nick Diaz too? <gasps> You're not. I mean, as a fan, yeah, I am excited for it. Doesn't I don't. I'm. I'm not like flying out of my seat for it. Who wins? Robbie Lawler's lost like five fights in a row. And Nick Diaz hasn't fought in what? Seven years, eight years. Hasn't won a fight in a decade. I think the fans win. That's who wins. We're going to win as fans. Cause I think it'll be a fun fight. What? What if Nick comes in and mops up Robbie and it's like, he just inserts himself right into the 170 title chase again. That could very well happen. 
I think I think be, there's a very very well happen. Not that he's a very good chance. Not that he's beaten any of those guys. He he doesn't beat anybody in the top five, in my opinion. I don't we even, don't I, know. We don't know. We haven't seen him in forever. I don't care. That that just even further nails home my point. I don't even think anybody in the top ten. I don't think he beats anybody in the top ten. Yeah, so for real was, though. I'm sure that was really loud. It was really loud. I'm so sorry. I'm over here fumbling stuff. Who does he beat in the top ten? Jeff Neal, Blah Muhammad, Neil Magny, Jorge. He could beat Jeff Neal. You think? Yeah. Hands of Steel lays him out. We've never seen him get laid out, dog. I, I, I would love to see Nick and Masvidal. Masvidal beats him. I think he beats him too, but I think that's a huge – it's a huge fight. Huge fight. Nick's just coming back from money fights. He's not going to be in any kind of title contention. He's basically McGregor. Let him and McGregor fight. Nice. He's just way bigger than McGregor though, isn't he? Way bigger. You ready for this? What? Nick beats Jeff Neal. He beats Damian Maya. Damian Maya, where's Damian Maya? Oh, he's eleven. We haven't I think, seen. I those. think. I think if Nick wins this fight against Robbie Lawler, we see him fight Jorge, and then we might then then we could see him fight for the title. If he beats Jorge, I'm dead serious. Oh man, the guy hasn't had a win in ten years. Could you imagine if Nick Diaz comes back and freaking wins three fights and and, and is holding UFC gold after oh, all this time? He's thirty. Yeah, no, no. It happened, a dog. But yeah. it's fun to think about. Wonder Boy versus Nick. I, I guess it's it, not stylistically. It would be probably a pretty fun fight. You know what's How crazy? How is Nick getting the the Nate treatment though? And did you see they got it? He got it as a five round fight too. People want to see it. People want to see him fight. I don't know what he's going to bring to the table. Watch Robbie I, Lawler comes out and he starts trying to do the Stockton MF or Stockton, and Robbie just clanks him and just drops him and puts him in sleep. I mean, if I had to pick, I'm. I don't even. I don't know. Are there odds out yet for this? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. What? 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 What are you even? How do you even base odds? We haven't seen him in forever. I don't know how you can, dude. Who do you have? Um, I don't want to talk about Nick. Earl Earl Spence, Manny Pacquiao next month. Earl Spence pieces him up, dog. I think so too. He's almost Manny. He's almost minus two ten. That's about as it's about as close to an even fight in boxing as we've seen in a long time. Usually, it's like minus five thousand. Boxing is dumb. That's a good fight, though. That's a fight. No, no, no. Can let me let me reiterate it. Boxing is dumb. Why is it dumb? Because the sports ran by a bunch of morons. I mean, you you want to be mad about Logan Paul and Jake Paul and all this nonsense? The only reason why they're in the the position to get to where they are is because the rest of the sport is a joke. Yes, this is a, this is a good fight, but guess what? Name one other guy on the card. Name. Oh, one. I don't even, yeah, nobody, I don't, you've think never heard of cares. anybody, right? They're, yeah. They don't even have co-main events. Nobody cares. No, nobody cares. I mean, you hear this nonsense. Did you hear, did you watch the T wood Jake Paul press conference? No. Did you hear what Jake said? This T-Wood is the guy that I can fight that'll make it three rounds and will actually hit me in the face maybe a couple times. And I need this fight as a stepping stone to get to Canelo in the next couple of years. Jake Paul thinks he's going to get in a boxing ring with Canelo. Zero zero chance he gets. I don't care what he does for the next five years of his life. He is never getting to Canelo's. He ain't even ta- he ain't even wrapping Canelo's hands. He's but that's not a, even- but time out, time out. Say he gets to eight and zero, and he could make Canelo a giant payday. Does Canelo take that fight just to starch him? No, I don't think so. Really? I don't. I don't see Canelo doing that. I, I would. I I would legitimately buy the pay per view to watch Canelo start. What if what if Logan, what if Canelo Logan, just could Logan only throw and Jake Charles two on one, two on one. What if Canelo could only throw body shots? He'd drop him inside one round. 
He'd yeah, still maybe two. Him. Maybe punish two. That dude would be pissing blood for a month. <laughs> oh man. All right. Dude, Is that let it? him fight Ryan Garcia, that tiny little guy. Ryan, Ryan Garcia, Garcia would probably piece him up too. Piece him up. Hey, there's there's no chance these guys are fighting a real legit boxer. No, no. Here's the thing, Jason. This is where I think you're wrong. I actually think Jake, Jake Paul thinks he's going to make it as a career as a professional boxer. You think so? You think he's, I think he does. I think he does now. People are hyping him up that much. Uh, time out, though. I mean, do you think he has one person that's a part of this world and reality in his corner? That's being a voice of um, reason in his ear. Does he have one person in his life? Probably not. No, he doesn't have he, one person in his life. He, he, Jeff, you're right. He did get, he did get to fight Floyd, but it's ten years past Floyd's. He ain't fighting Floyd in his prime when Floyd was fighting. And Sugar Floyd Shane. came out and admitted that the fight was fixed yeah. to go the distance. It's Canelo ain't doing that dog. You throw him in there when Canelo was fighting Mosley or somebody like that. And he just gets pieced up or like a uh, freaking, which one did I watch the other day? Ricky Hatton. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, look at cupcake. She looks good watching the weigh-ins. Not watching the weigh-ins, Jason. She's, she's, she's easy on the eyes. Oh, that's why you like her. I just like her fighting spirit. Sure. Zach. (laughs) dude makachov is huge holy shit dude he's so huge wow i didn't realize he was that much bigger than moises he's yoked up he puts his arm around him to take a picture he looks like khabib dude he looks like freaking khabib i told you he's another khabib yep see even your wife is calling you out Uh, oh sure zach you brought it up and you threw me under the bus right in front of my wife (laughs) You know it's what? Blackmail or not? Blackmail or not? Next sparring round, you're getting a two right down the pipe. Okay, just for that. All right, I'm just telling you, I'm working, Zach. I'm working. It's coming. <laughs> See you guys on Monday. Are we done? Is that it? Is, do we have anything done. else to talk I'm, about? I'm out. You're gonna All get, right. before you get me in more trouble. <laughs> hey, no, real quick, real quick. There, I do, I do have an announcement. To What's the announcement? I, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to my guy Lucas Hill. So Lucas, he works for ES Solar and they do yeah. they, they do solar. He's one of my sponsors for my fight, but they're the largest residential solar electric contractor in the state. And they have programs that combine solar with battery to give your home full self-reliant product. So that if like, hey, there's another earthquake and the power goes out. Yeah. or natural disasters or whatever, your home is a standalone power source and you will not lose power. And for a limited time, you can even get the power company to help pay for part of your battery right now. There's rebate programs so that those batteries can get pretty expensive and they help with all that. Lucas is professional. He's been in the industry for years and he's he's been around, knows what he's doing. Um, so if anybody needs solar or is interested in it, hit up my guy, Lucas Hill, uh, 801-609-1419. Tell him the Damage Plan MMA podcast sent you. He'll take care of you. Hook you up. Love it. Love it. Lucas Hill, reach out to him for your solar. All right, man. See you Monday for the breakdown, and we'll be able to talk about some fierce fighting. And then we get to do your fighter inter- interview. See you guys next week. We are.